Welcome to Love in the Time of Corona. A podcast that explores love, dating, and staying sane during a pandemic. I'm Alexa. And I'm Devin. And welcome to this beautiful, beautiful car crash. Devin, we haven't spoken that much since our last recording with George. Um, And I've been curious about your Pokemon um, development. Yeah, well, um, (laughs) in the... In the interest of complete disclosure, I have beaten the game. <laughs> <laughs> because it, I like, I got, I got it, and I sat down with it, and then it just became this weird way to connect to the outside world. <laughs> um, the wild world of Pokemon. The wild world of Pokemon. And I don't know, for people who haven't played it, it's modeled on the UK. And as... Oh, really? Yeah. With, I, oh, mean, I didn't the, know that. The music, a lot of the places. Winden, come on, it's like London, is I think the, the general idea. But I got really oh into that aspect of it. I was like, oh my God, it's like I'm on a little mini weird vacation into the UK, and there are just Pokemon everywhere. I'm now in just trying to complete the Pokedex is really where I am. But it's so oh, hard because there are... I gave up. Yeah, I, they're just... I realized because I, you know, I'm a obsessive personality, went down the Google black hole of how do you get things and realized there are some things you can't get unless you trade. Yeah. So, you know, now that we both have it, we could trade and help each other out with this. That, that means on, <laughs> that <laughs> depends on how nice you're going to be to me. Also, like trying to fill my pokedex could be like a very subtle way of something like horribly sexual or like you know people have like the body count thing like oh i gotta fill my pokedex let's make it happen can we can we make the euphemism happen yeah please fill my pokedex fill my pokedex oh my god well i'm happy that you beat the game mazel tov that's very exciting i know a lot of children have beaten the game as well so <laughs> and you we've both done and it me, now I'm, uh, I'm a child. That's true. Um, so we're all we're all in this together. And if you're kind to me, maybe I'll trade. What did you end up evolving your Eevee into? So this was the thing that I was going to tell I you. I feel bad for the listeners right now. Like they probably don't give a shit. But I'm so into it. <laughs> I I have them all. What are you saying? There is a place in the game where you can catch evolutions of Eevee. Shut up. Where? Mm-hmm. It's in, in the wild area. If you go over the little lake to that um, spot beyond it, if you go and okay. bike on the lake, uh, depending on the weather, there are different evolutions. Jeez. So I, have I didn't the, know that. I have them all now. Oh. All right. I might have to <laughs> go back, <laughs> fill my Pokedex. Ow, ow. Oh, my God. Truly. Yeah, so my it... Pokédex ain't getting full time anytime soon. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it the the Pokemon game has been a a sense of I don't know. It's it was exactly what I needed it to be, which was a vaguely mindless thing that could, I could also get just involved in enough exactly. that when it's like okay, I'm done watching stuff, I'm done doing work. I want to do something that I can feel successful with, but that actually has no stakes on my life. And this was precisely yep. that. So that's, yeah. that's... No, that... Oh, God, you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed what Pokemon means to me. <laughs> I'm so happy. I will say, though, while I was very happy with Pokemon, I was very sad that we were... I know I was busy enough that we just didn't talk as much, and... I'm always sad when that happens. I know. I texted you and you didn't respond for like a day. Yeah, it was a... I really, besides the Pokemon thing, I really fell into the stage of like, I really can't manage this sort of thing and for much longer because we had some school drama, which I won't get into, but it... Oh, can... you don't want to get school drama onto the the worldwide net? I, you know, or I think... Your... 
I'm going to opt not to because I like my job. <laughs> Talking about jobs, I do have news. <gasps> you have news? I got a job today. <laughs> That's so exciting. I, yes, and I'm going to be a real teacher. Where's the job? Well, I'm not going to disclose, but it's it true, is right? close by to Hotel Mommy Daddy. So good. I will have a pretty good commute. And I will be the newest, weirdest high school history teacher come September. I'm so that was a big relief. I'm so happy. It meant I had to wake up at 8 a.m. today, which was oh, that's tough. Hard. This body does not get up before 10. <laughs> well, I, I think now that we're both officially employed as teachers, that we need to talk about when you can come teach one of my classes and I can crash your classroom. Oh yeah. I think that would be fun or terrible. It'll be great. But you know. It could be. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, Love in the time of teaching Devin's classes. Um, <laughs> the offshoot of, no, season two? Season two, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's my Pokemon update. And it sounds like your big silver lining is you're employed, which is huge. You're yeah, also, that's my, yeah. Also, for the listeners, Alexa had a birthday. So now she's old like me. I'm 24. It's crazy. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the club. I hope your back um, doesn't give out like me. Oh, come on. My back <laughs> my back gave out. My back gave out and my oh, I tried to be cool in January and I went in Greece and got my ears pierced and I got t- you know two extra holes on my right ear and one on the left. I liked asymmetry. I'm like I'm super cool. <laughs> Fucking things all got infected. I had to take two of the things out. <laughs> I was like, ugh. So s- annoying. I'm sorry. So I'm I... no longer trendy. <laughs> and now I have the the ears of like a middle-aged mom who gets another earring like because she wants to be cool like her 16-year-old. And things that if they go get matching earrings, like her daughter won't hate her. Um <laughs> So you're just planning ahead. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Well, well, uh, I think it's time for our lovely nipple update. It's you again. Well, it's me, but it's also our conversation about it because I discovered, well, not discovered, plenty of people reported it, but Robert De Niro has selflessly, so selflessly, suggested himself to play Andrew Cuomo in the inevitable coronavirus movie. Oh, yeah. And that naturally made me wonder, well, really, when I proposed this development to you, you wondered if De Niro would get his nipples pierced. Well, that was my first question. Quite frankly, it's my only question. And I'm sorry to everyone. I know we keep bringing this up. I know I keep bringing up Andrew Nipples Cuomo. Andrew, Andrew <laughs> Nipples Cuomo. That's where my brain is at. And I had to interview today with that brain. Andrew Cuomo's nipples. But what else am I going to think about? The yeah. fact that everyone in the White House might have coronavirus? Yes, it's there's great. Also, that's a, there's also that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a fun development. Um, but is. I want to think about happy things. Yeah. Like I will go catch all the evolutions of Evie, and Robert De Niro is going to be playing Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. Well, he said he would, he which he pretty would. much is saying he's going to do it. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm of the belief that if Robert De Niro is going to play Andrew Cuomo. You bet your ass he's going to get his nipples pierced because he's a method actor and Daniel Day-Lewis, eat your fucking heart out, Bobby's going to get his nips done because that's the kind of commitment that he has to this role. (laughs) And if for no other reason than to think about Robert De Niro's old nipples being pierced, I want this role to happen. Um, Yeah. And then maybe... Maybe Robert De Niro, in his beautiful way of investigating the role to play Cuomo correctly, will come up with the hard evidence about the nipple rings. And we can get some download on what metal. Are there gems? Are there multiple rings? (laughs) 
I think it's similar to the ring that I had in my ear, which was like, um, well, it, it has like a little ball on the end and then it's, mm-hmm. uh, like a rod. And then I just said ball and rod in the same sense somewhere. <laughs> and then it, you screw on the back with like another little ball. So it's two balls and a rod is uh-huh. what I'm saying. That screw. It's a, it's yeah. a ball rod it's, and a screw. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's something like that. Uh-huh. But we'll see. We'll see in the movie. I really want it. I want to imagine it being like some gold multi-hoop thing with a little sapphire on it. I hope it. it's bedazzled. Oh, my God. A bedazzled nipple ring on Andrew Cuomo would make my goddamn life. That's everything. Uh, <laughs> a girl can dream. So uh, a, a shortened but I think very important nipple update because in this time when there is so little Hollywood casting going on and so little movie development, every little bit counts. And when that little bit is about Andrew Cuomo's little bits, we can be excited. Are we all Cuomosexuals by now? Cuomosexuals. The other great development. We didn't even talk about the Cuomosexual. Well, I just think that kind of goes without saying at this point for those who have not seen it there is a group of i don't know in the twitterverse people referring to themselves as cuomosexuals with the total love of andrew cuomo that has come out and you know i think we're all on board we definitely are on board um i think that's everyone though now yeah we are all um but we, yeah, I mean, we were definitely Cuomo hipsters. We were on board this train at the beginning. Oh, yeah. We are maybe more specifically Cuomo nipsters, if you will. Jeez, oh, sorry, I'm ending this now. <laughs> End, finish, new segment. So I don't know. So I read an article in the New York Times because you know I read. Um, but oh. Yeah, no, I just learned how. Um, but it was about how uh, all this shit is changing the landscape of dating, of course, and everyone is doing online dating. Towards the end of the article, I read about this dating app called Filter Off, and it is a virtual speed dating app. And I said, hmm, this sounds ridiculous. Devin and I should do it. And I know I'm going against <laughs> my, my vows of I'm never going to date again because dating right now is stupid except if you're like a george right and you meet someone uh because only george would meet someone during a pandemic what a guy oh god he's the best but i said to Devin, all right we got to try it so the concept is you um the you make a little profile you just put one picture you answer three fun facts and um and that's it, right? Or you do a little, and you do a little bio, right, Devin? Yeah, it's like it's a little bio, it's fun fact, the photo. What? <laughs> what were your fun facts? <laughs> <laughs> My fun facts, um, which I needed help with because it, you know I have never had an online dating profile ever, so naturally I had a nervous breakdown when I was trying to figure out how to present myself yeah, this online. Is like the easiest dating profile you'd ever have to make. Yeah, there was panic. I'm prone to this. I'm not heavily medicated enough. We're working on it. Um, but my three fun facts um, were, and as my friend Anna, who will be on the show at some point, mentioned when I was running them by her, she said, Devin, these aren't really fun facts. They're just disclaimers about your personality, which is really, I guess, how I see fun facts for me, which is something we can talk about. But my fun fact number one was, I love everything to do with movies, so feel free to tell me to stop talking about them if I get rolling. Number two, and this is very important, I am, admittedly, a diva when it comes to my hair. Oh, Jesus, Mary Joseph. <laughs> he has like 85 different types of hairspray. <laughs> gel. I use gel. Not that shitty hairspray stuff. We don't need the, like, Whatever. crunch thing. Um, and then fun fact number three, the preferred soundtrack to my life is exclusively... Billy Joel and Elton John. Because even though I don't have an Animal Crossing island dedicated to Elton John, he is my queen. Because you're not a psychopath. Um, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were those your are great fun facts. What were your fun facts? 
my fun facts okay fun fact one i'm the occasional stand-up comedian and i put that there mostly because uh a lot of men who i talk to get like weirdly intimidated that i'm could be that i do comedy sometimes they're like oh so you're funny <laughs> i are like you know, I like to see how they react to it because some people are like, "Oh, that's super cool." Other other guys are like, "Are you really funny?" So <laughs> that's just kind of like a litmus test for me. Fun fact number two: I named my Animal Crossing after Elton John. I'm insane. And number three: This is a real fun fact that I'm disclosing to everyone. I've always <laughs> been afraid to look in the mirror in the dark in case a ghoul is behind me, and that is honestly got true. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I have to pee, and I go to wash my hands. I don't look in the mirror. I'm petrified of looking in the mirror and seeing this like bloody creature behind me with teeth. That's fair. I mean, I I also have that thought sometimes, but I watch a lot of horror movies, so I do it to myself. You who avoid horror movies, that seems like a much deeper issue. Yeah, you know what where this issue comes from? Did you ever do at sleepovers Bloody Mary in the mirror? Yes. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Because oh. we would do it, and I would get so scared. And I would do it because, you know, I was not a wimp, but I'm fucking <laughs> petrified. And now, like, it's really followed with me. And But I don't want to turn the light on when I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom because, I, you know, I want to stay half asleep because I don't want to actually wake up. But mm-hmm. there's also the chance I'm going to run into a spooky creature. So it, yeah. it's a give and take. Um, but, yeah, no, that that is something I actually really am afraid of. But this actually ended up being the fun fact that sparked a conversation with um, someone who I actually ended up going on a Skype date Ooh. with. I want to get into that, but I feel like we should talk a little bit more about our, our pre-date set up because oh, yeah. okay you know because i want to hear all about this guy i have been waiting to hear oh, yeah, about this because we didn't talk about it except for me to complain to alexa which we'll get into in a second um but how did you because we talked to george about this how did you prepare for these skype dates and it's important to note that these were 90 second speed dates this was not yes. like a sit down talk to someone for a long time you had 90 seconds you do not see their profile before you talk to them you know nothing about them except their fun facts flash up right before you talk to them so it did it i didn't even notice yeah they flashed up real fast oh um but it wasn't there for a long time so it's like it's you know nothing and the margin for error within the conversation is very low because you have a minute and a half so anyway so yeah Okay, so like, what did I do physically to get ready? Like, are you asking if I plucked my mustache? I am asking I if did. you plucked your mustache. I did. I actually did because I didn't want to turn 24 with you know, Frida on my face. Um, <laughs> no, you know, I actually, it was the first time I had put on makeup in like two months. And when I was in Greece, I went, I decided I needed a red lipstick. And one of my dear friends in Greece is a makeup artist on the side. And we went to the big Greek department store and and kind of had this, like, red lipstick frenzy. Um, and I treated myself to a nice red lipstick. So I wore that. Um, I did my hair. I didn't put on a lot of makeup, but, like, little mascara, little lipstick. And my eyebrows looked amazing. And I took picture, like a lot of pictures of my eyebrows because I was just so pleased with how they looked. Um, I could care less. I could have cared less about how the dates went, if we're <laughs> going to be honest. <laughs> um, so, all right. Let me just give you a rundown of the three dates. So the first one um, who I started talking to, he was definitely the best chat. I stole these earrings from my grandmother. Uh, she was wearing these gold hoops. And I said, I want them. And she gave them to me. And I was wearing these hoops. And he said, oh, I like your earrings. And I always like it when men, like, compliment like, accessories that I'm wearing. Because mm-hmm. I put a lot of thought into, like, my rings and my earrings, whatever. Um, and I like, you know, I, I don't know. I just like that. So I said, ooh, okay. Um, I don't remember what we talked about because it was 90 seconds. And you don't think 90 seconds 
it is a long time until you meet my second date. <laughs> Holy shit. So he said, what are you doing? Like, you know, how are you passing the time? And I said, oh, I'm playing Animal Crossing. And he said, oh, I think that game is really stupid. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I had like 50 more seconds left. So I said, you know, it was the longest 90 seconds of my life. It was horrible. And then the third date was probably the best date I've ever been on. It was real magic. I saw the guy's ceiling, and then his video was trying to recalibrate for the next <laughs> 80 seconds. So it was really meaningful, really special. I really feel like we had a genuine connection. Um, so after each date, you decide if you like the person. So you swipe right or swipe left. So I swiped right on the first guy who I talked to because we had a good chat. The weenie who hated Animal Crossing, hard no. And the guy who I didn't see, I actually swiped yes because I thought it was funny because I never actually saw his face. Right. But he, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, so then I like matched, I hate that word, with uh, the first guy who I actually don't know what his name, I never found out his name. I talked to him for two hours on the phone. I never asked. <laughs> I don't care. Um, those are my dates. And I will go into the Skype date later. Devin, how were your three speed dates? I know you uh, you had some issues. Yeah, so um, I'd like to preface this by saying I I was a couple days later on doing the speed dates in Alexa. So I had a little... I did it first. Yes. That's how nice I am, for the record. <laughs> I mean, you. You picked the app, so it was only fair that you did the poison taste test to make sure that it wasn't just like chat roulette, um, which it's not. Touché. So I saw so ma- I saw so many penises on chat roulette. Oh my God, <laughs> I was too young. <laughs> well, we've grown, and here we are, or we haven't grown, and we're still talking about. Well, and now we we're talking. I mean, about... We talked about Pokemon for like twenty minutes, so yeah, we're well. obviously developmental issues. Oof, so many, um, but I was on the Sunday night and because you either had the options of Sunday night, Wednesday night or Friday night and the first night I could do was a Sunday and I was almost late to my first date because I was editing um, a podcast for my school and lost track of time and then looked down and saw that I had a half an hour and had not showered, had not done my very important hair um, and needed to shave. So I did that. I was listening to some Cher in the shower and some oh, Elton John. I was very happy. was getting in the mood. Um, what Elton have you been listening to? Can I ask? It's been a lot of Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Oh, just good album. the whole album through. I just, I fucking love it. And you start kind of groovy. And then like the version I listen to, because that's some of the extended tracks, has a live version of Philadelphia Freedom that is just oh, my God. a banger. And it's a great shower song. Um, but I've also, my one of my favorite Elton John albums is his more recent one, Captain and the Kid, which was, hmm. I think, 2006. So it's not that recent, but like in the, the vast array of Elton's catalog. Um, it's a spiritual successor to Captain Fantastic in a lot of ways. Um, and before I turned it into an Elton John podcast, it just... It has my favorite Elton John song of all time. It's called And the House Fell Down, and it's just him going crazy on the piano. So I was listening to that and may have been singing along a little too much and then realized I only had a few minutes and whipped myself together, um, put my pants on, but forgot to put socks on, which is not an important thing when you're doing a virtual date, but I just like, I felt weird for a minute being like, oh, I don't have socks on. But I sat down. And I had three dates lined up, and I sat there on the first one, and I started the date, and then I got the countdown going that said, um, your date has two minutes to join the call. And for two minutes, I sat there and watched it count down, (laughs) and she never showed up. Aww. Which was the first date I've ever been stood up for, which is new. Well, it it has to happen to everyone. It has to happen. Um, but then I had my second date, and that was fun. I also got a view of my date's ceiling when she first came on. Um, she had a very nice. dusty ceiling fan. That really stood out Ooh. to me. Um, 
But then the first thing she said was, oh, you do have really nice hair. And that was a good start. Um, yeah, we'd love a hair compliment. She dug in on that. But then her video cut out. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just like lines, nice. which she didn't notice. And I made the decision that with, you know, at that point, 60 seconds to go, I was just not going to address it. Yeah. And um, she asked me about movies. And we talked about movies for a minute, which was great. Okay. I, um, I was she cute? She wasn't – on the very quick moment that I got, it didn't scream out to me. And because I didn't get to see her while she was talking, it just never fully connected. Um, so – Fair. I did not swipe to continue on that, thinking that, oh, I'll have more options. Um, but silly me, the next person, my third date, also I watched Countdown for two minutes once I started the date and went <laughs> so one for three. So I got stood up again. Uh... And then I decided, okay, I need to do more for the podcast because yeah. I had known that you had been on at least a couple. And I was like, okay, I have one that we can talk about, but I need more than that. Um, so I set yeah. up for Wednesday night and I had three dates set up and then about an hour before I was set to go in the succession of about 20 minutes, all three of them canceled. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that happened real fast. And so I thought, okay, one more time, I'll do it on a Friday. You did it this you did it on Friday. And I did it on Friday. And I got stood up twice and one canceled. <laughs> I went one for nine with these dates. And to go from never being stood up to nothing but rejection. Also like in this weird way where I wanna make it personal and be really bitchy about it, but I can't because none of them saw my picture. None of them knew anything about me. It wasn't personal yeah. in any sort of way. <laughs> um, they just either couldn't do it or they decided they didn't want to. And or they decided, why would I do this? Exactly, because they don't have a Which podcast. Which is what I immediately thought when I started doing this. Yeah. And I did it once and I, that was enough. Three times. That's I tried so, so hard. I tried so hard to do this for us. And oh God. it just didn't it happen. Up. It was, I mean, like in terms of how to get stood up, it was a lot less intense than sitting in a restaurant or a coffee shop and having no one show up, which would have destroyed me in reality. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten like for real stood up. I've been canceled on like last minute. I remember in Greece, um, the guy who I was went out with who rode the motorcycle, um, we were supposed to meet and then like two hours before he said, oh, I can't. So it wasn't like totally getting stood up, but it was still late enough for it to be annoying, you know? Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, before I, before I meet someone, I have to like mentally prepare all day. So um, that was kind of a bummer. And I like woke up early to take a shower because, you know, I don't want to smell. Um, important, but I, I don't think I've ever been like for real stood up, like just sitting and waiting. Yeah. Unless I haven't, I've blocked it out. I don't, I can't remember. Um, that's so funny. You got stood up. Yeah. Though. So it's, that app, you know, the app is, it's a very strange concept. It is. Because and... I think the purpose of speed dating, at least in real life, you get that kind of instantaneous maybe like more physical connection with someone because mm -hmm. you can see them yeah but this is just a shit show with technology yeah and it i don't know i had i realized have you ever done speed dating in person before no so i did it once at middlebury okay. that um admittedly i was in the stages of starting to see someone. So it wasn't as a like, I'm going to the speed dating to look for someone. It was like, oh, I'll meet people. It'll be fun. Um, and it was, except that it was a, a few of my friends and I did it and we were older. 
in our time at Middlebury, and it turned out to be a lot of younger folks. <laughs> like, so it was a lot of freshmen. Didn't you have a rendezvous with the freshmen, though? I mean, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> and it was, oh God, you know too much. But oh, I know too much. But it was it was fun. But this whole I felt so weird sitting in my living room and just waiting for it to start. Because it was suddenly like, it feels so weirdly intimate to do the virtual speeding where it's like, yeah. I don't know, like if, if I had set up a virtual date, like say it's still someone new, right? We're going on somebody you don't know, somebody you've never met. Yeah. You're setting it up, but you've probably talked at least in some way before that, right? You probably know generally what they look like if you've met through some other dating app or through a friend or whatever, you're setting up the virtual date. You have some conception of what's about to happen. And then with this, it's like, I'm just bringing you into my home. And I live in a small apartment, so not like I can hide a lot of my place. <laughs> like if I set up, they're like two good spots with light. Um, and it was just this weird kind of, wow, I felt so awkward all of a sudden. And it was great because only one person I had to feel awkward with. So Yeah, because you got... Because I know, got stood up. Devin. It's fine. Poor Devin got stood up. I got the opposite. Yeah, I want to hear more about yours because otherwise oh, I'll just bitch about being alone. Well, this is like so typical me. I'm, you know, I get into these, like, I'm never going out. I'm never seeing anyone again. I'm done dating. And then a week <laughs> later, I'm like, yeah, I'm going on a date. Like, it, <laughs> it happens every time. Um, so this guy and I, uh, uh, un, I don't know his name, no name, and I, I'm going to call him no name. No name and I uh, were chatting a little bit on, on the app, um, talking about why I'm afraid of, mirrors and ghosts and he said that he kind of grew up in a haunted house and i was like Ooh, oh love but also geez um and then he said do you want to do a skype date and in my head i said no of course i don't want to do a <laughs> skype date but then i thought about all of you guys our 20 <laughs> listeners and i said you know what i'm gonna do it for them do it for um, the pod do it for the pod. I really, I really did. But his sister actually is a developer for the app, so really was yeah. So he was doing it to like give feedback for his sister, partly. Oh my god! Because <laughs> this is my life. So, um, you know, I do have to say, like, it was kind of like fun texting a new person. I, you know. I guess, Devin, you don't know because you don't do online dating because you always have a girlfriend. Um, they're kind of like, there's almost that like little thrill, right, when you're talking mm -hmm. to someone new. So he said, do you want to do a, a Skype date? And I was like, no, but fine. So when was it? When did I text you, Devin? It was a few days ago. Yeah, you, because now it's funnier to me because you don't know his name, but you sent me a picture. Oh, I have no idea. I did. Of him. But I'm, yeah. Um, um, it was on Wednesday. Right. Okay. Because I had my first, we were supposed to chat on Tuesday, but I had a big job interview, my first interview on Tuesday. And I was like, I, I can't talk to you. You know, I want to wait until I do the interview. Um, the interview was Wednesday morning, so I didn't want to talk Tuesday night because I was just trying to get into a headspace, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. So I put on a little bit of makeup. No, I was actually wearing makeup because I had the interview that morning anyway. So it was extremely convenient. Um, but I put on this. Lisa, my mother, has been gifting me her old clothes that she keeps shrinking in the wash. And she gave me this, like, <laughs> long sleeve black shirt that, like, a storyteller would wear. Mm. I looked like a, I looked like a 45-year-old storyteller you know who went to art school so i was like fine i look great i wasn't really gonna put that much effort into my looks but <sighs> he 
here's my dilemma. And this is a dilemma I face all the time. And I went and talked to my sister afterwards. I am a good chat. Like I can talk to the bookshelf happily for an hour and feel satisfied. <laughs> so sometimes when I go on dates, I don't know if I actually enjoy the conversation because I enjoyed what the other person was saying to me. And it was like actually a good conversation or because I'm just good at conversing. No, really. Cause something, you know, like was, yes. was the guy actually interesting or was I interesting? You know, yeah, I, I got to say, I got a tangent yeah. on us real fast here. Yeah, go for it. And we can cut this if we don't like this. But I'm just having a flashback to the West Wing when um, CJ Craig, Allison Janney's character, is standing out there and she's on the phone with Toby and she's trying to avoid this man who she's had to not hire for a position. And she ends up <laughs> yes. repeating because I'm good in bed throughout the episode. And, you know, this kind of affirmation is you're having your C.J. Craig moment, except it's about your conversation skills. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. But thank you. No, 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 no. that was a great episode. So, you know, like that is my dilemma sometimes. And I can think about there are a few dates that I can think about where like the conversation was really genuinely good. Um, I think with maybe four guys, the most recent guy being the motorcycle man in Greece, but that's because mm. I understood half of what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> More room for you. <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe, okay. Maybe it was like 75%, but sometimes I was just like, I have no idea what you just said. So it was good though, because it allotted for like some, I don't know, confusion or some hope that maybe it was better I didn't understand what he said. Anyway, so back to no name, my most recent date. Um, I gave my phone number and we FaceTimed uh-huh. um, just because I can't remember my Skype password. Honest to God, that's why we didn't Skype. Um, I don't I don't know my passwords for anything. My bank locked me out and I, it was like a fucking disaster. I think wow. they thought it was a fraud. I just... Anyway, this is one of my dilemmas. And there is like a very easy solution to write down all my passwords, yeah. but that would make too much sense. So I just like to Say, torture like, myself. If you're going to dress like a 40-year-old storyteller, get the little password book, like a proper 40-year-old storyteller. and Just like write it down in my yeah. notepad. Get a little book. My parents have one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then my mom does too, and then she loses the paper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lose the paper. The number so of times. So then you're back, you're back to square one. Yep number of times my father has called me asking what his Apple ID is and I look at him and I go I set it up for you I don't remember the Apple ID oh my god the Apple ID password has caused World War 3 in my family <laughs> my mother in the Apple ID password could be a four part musical <laughs> uh, catch our catch our next project soon when the podcast is wrapped it will be <laughs> oh god fucking Apple ID Anyway, so you didn't um, Skype. So no name. So no name and I FaceTimed. And listen, it wasn't a bad conversation. You know, he uh, moved here when he was 18 from India, and he's very into astrology. So we talked about that. He's a Scorpio, which, and I'm a Taurus, which in my mm. head, I was like, this will never work. Um, he struck me as 20, he's 29, but he struck me as like a little. I don't know if immature is the right word, but maybe immature. I just, hmm. Mm. He, we, we swapped some like horror roommate stories, which was always fun, which I think everyone can talk about because everyone has had a crazy roommate in their life or just like a bad <laughs> living experience. Um, I wonder if I'm the villain in someone's narrative. Like I definitely am the villain in someone's narrative. I can like think of two people. Um, but I really wonder, like, I would love to know, um, we talked about that. We talked, listen, we talked about things. It wasn't like there were a lot of like awkward silences or lulls in the conversation, which I've definitely experienced in real life. Um, but there was just no spark. And my problem is, is when 
I go on, I don't really like a lot of people, but you know, I go on these dates and they're fine. They're perfectly fine. Like the conversation's fine, but there's nothing that's like dragging me in that keeps me want to talk that didn't Mm -hmm. edit that out. That keeps me want, how do you say that? That keeps me wanting more. Like, thank you. That keeps me wanting more. Uh, so it was a fine conversation, but I, I said to myself, self, I just don't want to, I don't see the point because he lives alone. He lives in like the Hoboken, Jersey city area. If he wants to go out and do stuff when quarantine is over ish, cause I don't think it'll be like truly over for like two years. Um, he can do that, but I live at home with my parents who are both in their fifties <laughs> and I see my grandparents. No, but really, like yeah. I have to be I really have to think about where I'm going and yeah. who I'm seeing because I don't live alone and mm-hmm. I live with people who are in the high risk category. Yeah. So I can't just like go do whatever I want because I don't want to get sick and bring it home, you know? Yeah. So I'm not gonna risk like I have been so hesitant to see my friends. Why would I go out and see a random guy? Absolutely. Yeah. Which is like going back to my square one. There's no point of doing this, yeah. <laughs> which was confirmed. I had to go on a Skype date to like, now I feel extremely secure in my decision <laughs> of never going on another date again. I did it and I did it for you guys, but I'm not doing it again. So we'll check back in two weeks when you've decided it's time to go on another date. Check back in two weeks when I've gone on another date. But as of right now, <laughs> No, no. I mean, listen, who knows? Maybe in a few months, maybe I'll be more open to it. But like right now, we're still in the shitstorm. I can't rationalize going out, talking. You know, I, I just don't want to. I'm not in a headspace where I want to really like talk to someone mm-hmm. and be fun. You know, I just want to be grouchy and drink my iced coffee. Yeah. You know, so, and continue developing my island on <laughs> Animal Crossing. I, you know, in a, in a different sort of way, I, with my lack of dates, I definitely was thinking about how I don't really want to meet new people. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying I want to be um, any Anna Ferris, what's your number, go through my exes, because that's not, that's not at all what I'm suggesting here. But I feel like there are people in my life who, you know, we've never been involved with thinking, oh, maybe they could be someone. And that seems like a much more fruitful and interesting thing yeah, for so me right going, now. So doing your old shtick, which is dating your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're just saying what I expected you to do. <laughs> Devin's going to go through his friends on Facebook. He's going to be like, mm, she's cute. I could date her. No. He's going to make a list oh, God, of, like, you make 50 me girls. Sound so awful. You're going to make not a list what I'm of, like, 50 do. girls. And you're going to go through them and say, hey. No. And, yeah, no. that's what I'm hearing. What that's I'm hearing not at is all. that you are going to <laughs> try and fill your Pokedex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with God. all of your female friends, obviously not me, um, and mm, that was a really strange. Mm-mm. All right, Devin, I'm fun. Uh, but... You're lovely. <laughs> I love you, but I, we, it, oh my no, God, we'd kill each other. Oh my God, it would be awful. Oh, okay. You know, just... <laughs> I'd say that because I know myself, and I know that I would drive you absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, when you visited me in Glasgow and you had to hang up all of your shirts that took over my tiny room and your hair product was everywhere and my hair product was everywhere, just the hair product between the two of us would need its own, like, wing of a house. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe that is the answer. We and I think that's it. Um, anyway, but no, I'm not. To clarify what Alexa has accused me of doing in the future. I'm not going to make it like, I just think that, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't want to meet random people. I'd think that there are, maybe there are people in my life who I haven't thought about. 
And well, you know, there's like the the phenomenon of like the boomerang ex. A lot of people are texting their exes. Yeah. Which I think that's a bad idea. That I'm not interested but in doing. At we all. can do a new thing. Text <laughs> someone who you think potentially might be interested in you, and uh, oh. to quote Bruce Springsteen, put on her the stare, and um, <laughs> see what happens. I don't know who I can do that with because, you know what maybe I can do? I'll go into the park because I live on a big park. And because every day is a high school reunion because I keep running into people (laughs) or in my case, walking by them very quickly and hoping they don't recognize me without makeup on or a bra. And um, I can start making googly eyes at, you know, at people. Yeah. And then, a guy really laughed at me yesterday because I was barbecuing and I was singing Fernando and dancing with the corn. <laughs> oh, and he stared yes. at me and kept walking. And I was like, you know what, sir? Keep moving. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so we're not going to do the boomerang X thing. We're going to no. do the, um, what should we call it? I don't know. We, we can call it. We'll, we'll come up with a name. We'll come up with a name. Um because I veto us making this the fill your Pokedex because that just feels too, feels too much. You're filling your Pokedex. I am not. You are. I am not. Devin, what you said is that you want to think about all of the female friends who you haven't dated and see which ones are available who you can woo. That's exactly what you said in a nutshell for for our listeners who don't know you as well. That's exactly what you said. I think you're mischaracterizing my intentions. I'm not going to go through Damn every it. female friend I have. There are people who I've Only been interested in over the years, and I just have never made moves on for different reasons. And maybe because you were dating another female friend, dating another female friend, or my crippling lack of self confidence that rears its ugly head every now and then was like, oh, it's not worth it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I wish you the best of luck in that. I just have, gonna cut like, all of this out. <laughs> No, this is so funny. Are you this is like, uh, I love it. I and I know you're gonna do it. So we're gonna come back to this. Can be your shtick. You will tell us. You're gonna have to now boomerang or throw the frisbee at one of your former um, friends who you're trying former to just reconnect. friends. No, no, I mean friends who you're just trying to reconnect with. Okay. We'll this say. is your task. We'll see. I'll report back in a few episodes. We'll see how it goes. Oh, my God. I can see the eye roll you are making right now. Uh, I didn't actually roll my eyes. Really? Wow. My, yeah. My, uh, my senses are dulling. Well, um, I guess as a final note, you, you're completely out on virtual dating. Is that what I'm, I'm hearing? I'm completely out on virtual dating for now. I'm going to... Um, like soak in my employment, let let me ride that high for a little bit. Uh, and then, listen, it's not that I don't want to meet someone ever. It's just like right now, I just, <laughs> Grey Gardens, um, it's just that I I can't like rationalize meeting someone in this climate now. Mm-hmm. Maybe when things get a little bit better, I'll be more open to it. Um, but it's not going to be like dating like we're like we were used to before. Um, and I think it will be risky to meet up with someone. So I really have to think this person is worth it. Mm. And based on the track record of the men that I've met, usually it's not. So... <laughs> I mean, what does what do you imagine? Here's a question for you to end our episode on this note. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we are far away from quarantine, as you said, loosening up totally. But I feel like we're going to get that yeah. in between period where people are just going to get so horny that it's going to be like, okay, we're going to do something, but you're going to make concessions to do those things. So, like, what does what do you think the first round of hookups post? loosening of quarantine looks like like are people going you were so asking the wrong person <laughs> i have no idea to quote simon and garfunkel i'm a rock i'm an <laughs> island 
I just very. I, I think that people. Okay, I think that like the people who live alone are gonna go. Who can go wild probably will go wild mm-hmm. because they aren't responsible for other people. I think at least my friends who I've spoken to who do live with their parents or who live with other people um, are much more hesitant to like meet up with others because you're putting, you know, your friends and family at risk by doing that. So I really think it'll depend on people's situations and where people live. Also, you know, some people aren't listening to the rules now, so I don't think they'll ever listen to the rules. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But who the, I don't know. Well, we shall see. And uh, for now, we will I'm definitely the wrong person to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will not be virtual dating, I think, either of us. So we're in some. But we did it. We did it. I did it. You tried. I did it. I tried. I tried really fucking hard. And it just, the universe told me no, smacked me around. So we've done the interview. George gave us his take. We have given you your take. But we are, we're going to leave behind virtual dating for a little bit. And actually, next episode, we're going to have another guest on. So next week, tune in for an episode on heartbreak. Everyone's favorite conversation. Devin's friend will be our guest, who recently went through breakup pre-quarantine, just like Devin. Um, because they date people and (laughs) we'll talk to them about what's like to be alone and think about your ex so everyone get ready for a depressing episode next week (laughs) i'm excited i don't think it'll be Uh, that depressing only because no 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 it won't be depressing um, my friend and I both... It'll be tragic. Yes. We both have very twisted and dark senses of humor, as you've probably picked up on mine by now. And I think that she will stop. I don't know if I've picked up on any sense of humor. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. You can't do that to me after I was stood up for eight dates. I just... I can't oh, take that. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well... If you're interested to see if I develop a sense of humor next episode, make sure to come listen to our interview with my friend. And we hope that you've enjoyed today's train wreck, car crash, whatever you, mode of operation you want to go with. Stay safe, be well, and come back. Thanks for tuning in.